Well, folks, it's happened. It's here. <laughs> it is officially the premiere of the Taylor Talking Podcast. Da, 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 da. Oh my God! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> oh, I am really excited, and I hope you guys are excited as well. This is. Something that I have been thinking about for a while, but I never really thought that I had what it takes to do it, so I didn't do it. <laughs> um, but I've been struggling a lot with my mental health lately, and this is going to be an outlet for me to talk about that, because mental health is absolutely a stigma that is not addressed enough in my opinion it's becoming more like it's becoming more acceptable it's becoming less taboo for people to discuss their mental health issues um and i'm really hoping this is a channel where people can listen to what i have to say maybe relate to what i'm saying and we can help each other dig each other out of a hole because that's kind of where i've been these past honestly these past couple of years ever since covid like everybody's life changed after covid it doesn't even feel like we're living in the same world that i was born in anymore i feel like i am literally in an alternate universe i wish so badly that i could go back in time to when i was a kid <clears throat> you know before <laughs> before shit went down man you know I'm a millennial. The first major memory I have is 9-11. Like 9-11 happened when I was in, I think, fifth or sixth grade. And I just remember getting sent home early from school and my mom was at home with my brother and the whole nation was just distraught. The whole world was really kind of like, holy shit. And yeah, that's my first major memory. So you can imagine as millennials, we've kind of gotten a lot of shit thrown at us. And this most recent thing being COVID. It's pretty much something we've never experienced before in our lifetimes. And my mental health really plummeted. I have struggled with anxiety my whole life. I haven't been like actually diagnosed with it until recently. I think I actually got like actually medically diagnosed with anxiety two, two or three years ago, but I have struggled with it my whole entire life. I just didn't know what it was when I was younger and being stuck at home in quarantine did not help that. <laughs> just like a lot of other people, I got in a really dark place with myself. I stopped working out. I stopped eating healthy. I stopped brushing my teeth. I stopped showering. Like, I I work from home, so I was spending all day every day at my house. I wasn't going anywhere, and I don't talk on the phone or anything for work. I take chats. So there were literal days that would go by where I realized I hadn't said an actual word out loud for like two or three days. So you can imagine the mental state that I was in. Um... <laughs> Luckily, I did meet my boyfriend around the time that COVID really started getting bad. Like, we met in June of 2020. So, like, January is when it really got, like, super bad. And then June was, you know, 
people still wearing masks and mandates, but it, like the vaccine wasn't around yet. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so he is a sweetheart. He's absolutely helped me throughout all of this. I don't know where I would be without him. Like I, <laughs> I don't even want to think about where I would be if he never came into my life. But yeah, so I've struggled with anxiety and a lot of depression these past couple of years and I don't want to anymore. <laughs> but the thought of going to a therapist terrifies me. And when I actually get the strength to look one up online, going through all of the different options gives me anxiety. And it's just a, a whole process that turns into a whole situation. And it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I'm, anybody that has anxiety knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but... I need to talk to somebody. I need to go to therapy. I need to see a psychiatrist. I need something because what's do what I'm doing now is not cutting it. I keep having these panic attacks for literally no reason. I've multiple times just been sitting on the couch with my boyfriend watching TV and, you know, just watching a movie, watching a show. Literally no stress. We haven't been, you know, whatever there's literally nothing that brings these on I'm just sitting on the couch and all of a sudden my brain's like oh my god you're dying you're gonna die you're dying right now Taylor everything is going to end this is the end of your life and then I have to be like shut the fuck up brain no it's not <laughs> and it's so crazy I I think to myself all the time like my boyfriend he is such a good person he has he has the most level head of anybody I've ever met. Like, he's so mentally stable, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> His brain is absolutely wired in a completely different way than mine is. And I wish... I wish I could just live in his brain for an hour. Not even a day. Just give me one hour of peace. Because in my brain, it's like... A rolling dumpster fire. <laughs> like, it's one of those situations where you have to laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> and sometimes you can't even, like, laugh. You literally just have to cry. I, I was actually... <laughs> funny that I say that. A couple of nights ago, I was watching a movie with my boyfriend. It was the Elvis movie, actually. Uh, and, um you know the end of the movie they're going through the old footage of him performing and going through you know everything that happened and how he's the number one solo performing artist of all time and like I just started bawling my eyes out which is something that's normal for me to do if I watch a movie like I cry so easily when it comes to movies or shows what have you if there's an emotional scene nine times out of ten I'm crying so we're watching this movie my boyfriend and I were watching and it's the end of the scene where everything's getting sentimental and my boyfriend looks over at me he's like are you crying yet I was like not anymore but I was <laughs> but I was like everybody needs a good cry every now and then like everybody needs a good cry session you could be the happiest person in the world a good sob session for like 15 minutes sometimes like you sleep so good after it the only downside is your face is super puffy when you wake up but there's like masks and serums that can help with that nowadays so 
yeah, everybody needs a good cry. I, I, I will stand by that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so mentally ill. <sighs> so, a lot of people have been asking me, what is the Taylor Talking Podcast? And my answer to that so far is, I don't know. I don't know what it is yet. I am still trying to figure that out. I have never done anything like this in my life before, but I really love talking and I've been told that I'm good at it. <laughs> so I wanted to see where things could go and hopefully you guys like it. Um, I do have a TikTok. It's Taylor Talking, at Taylor Talking. And I want you guys to follow me. I'm trying to get up to a thousand followers so I can go live and hopefully do a live podcast. So make sure you go to TikTok and follow Taylor Talking, spelt exactly how it sounds, T-A-Y-L-O-R-T-A-L-K-I-N-G. I hope I spelt that right. <laughs> um, but yeah, help me get to a thousand followers. I'm going to be giving um, away a crystal ring. It's really, really cool. I'll have some more details about that later on TikTok. So make sure you follow me so you can get details about the giveaway. Um, and so I can go live. Um, so I went on vacation with my boyfriend and my mom and stepdad. We all went to New Orleans, which it was, it was my first time as well as my mom and stepdad's first time but my boyfriend had been there before uh but I don't remember how long ago so I'm gonna have him on in a little bit and we're gonna talk about that uh <laughs> we're also gonna talk about why I didn't premiere my episode on May 1st like I said I was going to <laughs> it has a lot to do with the mental health stuff that we were talking about um, yeah, it was weird. I got back from vacation and I felt great for about two days. And then I kind of went down into a slump and it was not fun. But I'm getting better, I think. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be it'll be more fun when when Drew's on here talking about our vacation. Hi, Tito. Welcome to the Taylor Talking Podcast. <laughs> He's sniffing it. I really hope the microphone just picked him up. It sure did. <laughs> sniffing. All right. So I have my boyfriend Drew with me. Say hi, Drew. Hello, everybody. You were supposed to say hi, Drew. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you a couple of questions about our vacation that we took to New Orleans. Shoot. Go for it. Uh, the first one, when did you first go to New Orleans? Because I remember you said that you went, but I don't remember how long ago. That was in 2009. 2009. That's the year that I graduated high school. <laughs> I was doing cool shit. He was doing cool shit in New Orleans. Yeah. Why did you originally go to New Orleans? 
I mean, it involves a past relationship. Do you really want to get into it? I mean, you can leave the you know nitty gritty out. So it was it was, it was a trip for fun. Say that, yeah. It, okay. okay, it was a trip for fun. Got it. Got it. Was our trip more fun than that trip was? Definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that one sucked in two thousand nine, and I mean, honestly, it was just because of who I was with. So it was one of those deals, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. I understand that feeling. Yeah. I, I definitely, the, the relationship that I have with you is the first relationship I've ever had where I haven't fought a whole vacation. So that was nice. Yeah. I mean, I've grown up a lot too since then. So, I mean, I have too. So I guess there's that. All right. Question number two, what was your favorite part of our trip? Jeez, what a just a broad question. I don't know. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good things. Uh, yeah, I don't know f- favorite thing. I don't know. Just the general the weather. There we go. The weather was my. Favorite. That's lame. Yeah, no, it's not lame. It's fucking true. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I'm sad that you didn't get to go to the World War II Museum because you probably would have said that that was your favorite thing. Uh, maybe. I mean, I've been there before. Oh, I never mind. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I guess I had a really good time. I think my favorite part was our river boat cruise dinner thingy. Yeah. That was. That was awesome. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was. Um. Yeah, the lady that played the little piped organ thingy at the beginning. I couldn't even tell it was a lady. I thought it was a man. Straight maybe up. it was have, a like, man. Sh- did she have short hair? A short. I thought it was a lady, but maybe it was a man. I don't maybe know. Maybe it was a dude, but could have been a lady. You just, you never know anymore. <laughs> you never know. Never know. Um, yeah, the food on that thing was really, really good. That seafood pasta, I think, was my favorite, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was all, it, the food was good. I went up a couple times for sure. And the dessert, the dessert was the best that, part. Yeah. What did what did they say it was? Bananas Foster. We thought yeah. it was like praline, but yeah, it was, it was like sick. bananas Foster. It was so good. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. So yeah, the trip there and back was a lot better than when we went to Vegas. Yeah, it was better than Vegas, but it was not better than Arizona. I don't know. The trip there sucked because it was like six, seven hours of flying. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't terrible because we weren't even <laughs> flying the whole time. It was mostly just a layover. Well, <clears throat> either way, I was not impressed. Unimpressed. But, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. You know, you get there. All the landings were all right. I don't remember anything being super sketchy. I mean, there was a little bit of turbulence. Yeah, there was like one part <laughs> that got, but it wasn't even like even that wasn't that bad. No, I've had worse for sure. And funny enough, the worst time of turbulence I've ever had was the first time I went to New Orleans. It was one of those where like there was a thunderstorm. Oh, I remember you told me this. Yeah, there's a thunderstorm that popped up. We were flying in and uh, they were coming down through it and the turbulence got so bad. I thought I was going to die. Everybody on the plane thought they were going to die. It was literally everyone screaming white knuckles like that's terrible that's no th- no thank you i don't want anything to do with that it was so bad that they they rerouted they went to um, gulfport mississippi which is kind of across the uh you know the uh crescent bootleg shape there across the gulf sorry um 
<laughs> in, New, in New Orleans. Um, you know, it's shaped like a boot, right? So across from across the, the boot, boot is, is Mississippi. <laughs> and that's where we landed. And the turbulence was so bad. And the flight crew came on and they said, if you get off the plane, you know, you can't get your luggage. You have to literally you have to rent a car, drive to the airport in, you know, uh, New Orleans and pick up your luggage. So, but still half the plane got off anyway, cause it was, it was that bad. Like I was very shaken <laughs> after that. <laughs> but did you stay on the plane? Of course I did. I didn't, <laughs> was, I didn't have the money for, uh, <laughs> for or the will. <laughs> no, I mean, it was 2009, the whole market crash thing, you know, like it was a, I didn't have a lot of money back then. <laughs> kind of like what's going on right now. Everything's so fucking expensive. <laughs> I don't know, but no, I've, we stayed on and then we made it, you know, they just stayed there for about an hour till the storm passed and it was all good after that. But it was, it was gnarly. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Luckily we did not have any of that on our trip because I would have had a panic attack and shat myself. <laughs> but yeah, the trip out there was good. Other than the layover, the trip back home went a lot faster. My parents had a good time. They are <laughs> thinking of moving to New Orleans now. I want to move to New Orleans now. <laughs> yeah, it, we had a great time. Really did. Probably one of the, the best vacations I've ever Hands been on. Hands down yeah. the best vacation I've ever been it on. Great. And we, yeah, we had a really good time in Vegas. We had a really good time in Arizona, especially because Arizona was a free vacation. Yeah. But... Yeah, this one, I don't know what it was. Just like being there with uh, with your family. You the know. weather, you're right. The yeah. weather did help out a lot because it was absolutely perfect. Yeah, it wasn't humid. Uh, it wasn't like really, there was one morning where it was kind of rainy, but even then it cleared up. Yeah, about 75 and breezy, just a beautiful breeze the whole whole time we were there and the food probably kept it from smelling really bad <laughs> I, yeah mom said it usually the, smells really bad in the summer <laughs> <laughs> no and everything was cool we only saw like probably only a handful of truly like scary crazy people you know which i don't want to well you were in the hotel hungover yeah. but mom and jimmy and i saw this like homeless man getting arrested because apparently he just like went up and punched a random stranger on the sidewalk and then ran away like dusted this dude and then was just like peace yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of i don't want to say sick in a bad way i just mean like, mentally unstable yeah, men mental health you know it's pretty bad in the country and well even like our uber driver was saying like they don't do anything to help like the mentally ill homeless people like there's no like shelters or support or anything that they can go to yeah been like that for way too long so unfortunately we did see some people um who were suffering a little bit but for the most part they were doing okay yeah, for the most part yeah was not i guess i had it kind of built up differently in my head just from news stories <laughs> i had seen because at one point i think last year you were legit concerned well because there was news stories like it at one point it overtook chicago as like the homicide capital of the united states well now isn't like homicide legal in chicago <laughs> i don't fucking know <laughs> they just like pass some crazy law or are going to pass some crazy law that makes like manslaughter or something legal yeah i mean there's there's a lot of stuff that they've been <laughs> just kind of letting slide for the last three or four years <laughs> You know, defund the police and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, we had a great time. And honestly, the whole 98% of the time I was there, I felt safe as can be. So we had a great I would time. agree. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait to go back. So 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Segway. Yeah, it's se- it's just seg. Seg? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I learned that the other day. I'm not I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come off like that. That's jerk. so meta of you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I actually we saw it, we were watching I think it was Black Mirror. We were watching an episode of that and they said it and I was like, Oh shit, that's it's true. I'm so fucking excited for the next season of Black Mirror. <laughs> Yeah, it was the very last episode we watched. The like, the, they're in Britain or whatever. The whole, you know, that whole episode. Uh, yeah, I got him hooked too. He, I got him hooked on that show. He's all caught up and ready for the new season. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what were you getting ready to seg into? Yeah, I was getting ready to seg into. Um, <laughs> what's it like dating a mentally unstable uh. woman? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a couple of ways I could go with this. I want you to go with all of the ways. <laughs> I don't know. I've been doing it my whole life. Excuse you? <laughs> I, know, it's like, I don't know, man. Everybody's got issues. You know, I'm not perfect or anything. But... You are far more mentally stable than anybody I've ever fucking met. Well, I don't, I'm probably older. No, I don't know. Am You're I, not. Am I older than? No. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, like. You've dated even in your younger years. When I was like 22, I dated a 40 year old. And he was a douche. Yes. He didn't have it together. He had it together though, right? I mean, yeah, he had a good house and all that shit, but he was still a fucking asshole. But he also had like everything given to him by his father. Yeah. I, I know it's not healthy, but it would be funny to see where he is. He probably had like a crazy midlife crisis. I was his midlife crisis. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I'm just kidding. Maybe I was. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, He's the reason I'm so mentally unstable. He hit, like he hit rock bottom or something. I don't know. Uh, well, just uh, a sociopath, I mean, narcissist. Back to, back to your question. I mean, yeah. What's it like uh, dating me? Oh, gosh. What a <laughs> rainbows and lollipops. <laughs> no, I don't know what to say. <laughs> what the... I like there's dating you. There's challenges sometimes, just like with everything, but. I, I think we get along pretty good. Yeah, I, I I like dating you because it's nice seeing like what a normal functional like person and family yeah. is like. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's funny you say that because like there's a part, a, you know, a time in my life where I was off the fucking rails. I mean, I get that. So. <laughs> I definitely get that. But like compared to my family, yeah. your family is like. So vanilla. Dude, they are. They are very <laughs> vanilla. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Not saying that in the bad way. Like, I love your parents and your brother. Like, they're so much fun. But, like, compared to my, like, compared to my mom and Jimmy, it's night and day. But, like, your parents are very much like my dad. Yeah. Like, very reserved. They don't really drink. I mean, so it's, you know, just, you're kind of looking from the outside in, you know, and, but you're right. As far as like any family scandals or anything like that, no, nothing like that. Just, you know, my, I have a lot, my mom has a large family that she's very close with and we've been close with forever. And, uh, my dad's family, they've all kind of passed on for the most part. Cause your dad's ancient, but yeah. we love him. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of them live in California. So I'm not very close with them, but, um, yeah, I mean, my dad, 
you know, his personality. My dad is a, a character. My mom He's hilarious. A, my mom, not so much. My mom is... She's still... She has some zingers. Yeah, she's a very intelligent woman. She's just very reserved. She she keeps a lot of it in. But yeah. She reads She reads two or three books a week, probably, still. She reads a lot. It's, just, it's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I read two full books. And she, It's been like that my whole life. She's... I don't even know what she's into now, but used to be it was all like mysteries and stuff like that you know but yeah she legit wears out the the library card like she would have stacks of book you know i still have overdue library books that (laughs) i need to return they're sitting by the front door (laughs) my mom my mom has been crushing libraries forever she like that's how she uses internet at home keeping them in business yeah she gets uh they get out like these little wi-fi hotspot pucks you know what i'm talking about i'm not calling her out okay She's, it's all legal. It's all legal. She's not stealing the internet. She breaks the system at the uh, library sometimes. Yeah, well, it's just, it's funny, man. Yeah, I like, I like your parents. I, but I like, I like our relationship with my parents because we can be wild and crazy with my parents. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, your stepdad's cool as shit. He's, uh, he's an iron worker. So. Yeah, they have a bond. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, fellow tradesperson like you know i'm a laborer and he's an iron worker so we know a lot of the same people and we've been through a lot of the same things and yeah we relate so yeah and that's you know it's good that he has taken you under his wing (laughs) he he loves you it's good um we have a mutual respect for each other yes so yeah we've been dating for almost three years getting really close i know and you're gonna be gone Duty calls. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy that it's been three years. It doesn't feel like it. But then, like, when you think back of all that we've done, like, it feels like forever. Yeah, you know, I can go either way. Sometimes I get up in the morning and I go, oh, she's there. What? Oh, God. And then other days I get up and I go, <sighs> What do you mean? I mean, I love you is what I mean. But you wake up <laughs> and you're like, ugh, it's her again. No, the fuck? Jesus, I don't mean <laughs> So like, all right. So, you know, the relationships that I, that I've been in, this is by far the healthiest and uh, the best one I've ever. Same. Had. Yeah. So I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, but what you just said didn't sound good. Like, you talked about the time, right? The time. Like sometimes, times. It seems like we've been together forever. Like, uh, like another day. You know. And then, <laughs> like some days, I'm driving home and I'm like, it's like we've only been dating for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. Time is uh, time is what you think it is in some cases. Time is a man-made construct. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of that one. Thank yeah, God. let's sag. <laughs> let's sag into our next section: conspiracy right. theories. Oh, no. oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so we have bonded a little bit over conspiracy theories. When we first started dating, you kind of like reserved yourself. Because you didn't know that I was such a conspiracy nut. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody is to a certain degree. It's just like different, you know, a different. Uh, it's Me and you are pretty deep in there. We're pretty fucking. Uh, I'm not. OK, so like the flat earth thing. I'm not that. deep. No, we're not. We're not. I didn't say we're stupid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hate to even say that. So some of these conspiracy theories that I don't even know what you're going to talk about, but I do like the idea of talking about the word and the concept of conspiracy theory. And the fact that the conspiracy theory term itself is a conspiracy theory. Well, yeah. Like they, they came up with it when JFK was assassinated and they basically came about with it because people that were spitting the truths they were like, no, no, we can't have this. We got to make people think that they're crazy. It's a conspiracy, man. Yeah. But and then the same thing happened with 9-11. Oh, the people were using the Internet to spew truths about how oh. it was an inside job. Oh, and then the government was like, no, no, no. We have to flood the Internet with conspiracy theories. So people think that this is just another conspiracy theory. It sounds like you've been looking into this a little bit. I don't do I like conspiracy theories. Jeez. Sorry, you did went, I? You went right. <laughs> you didn't even stop and look at the rabbit hole. You just dove, dove into right it. Right is that what we're doing here? Drink right, me. What next? Because it's just sort of like Bigfoot. Something like, you know what I mean? Like, not super government. No, you know, I went to no. 9 11 and Dude, JFK. I don't want you we gotta have our fucking door <laughs> right, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but those are the ones that matter, though, right? Yeah. Those are the real. Yeah. yeah no one. Like, the thing is, nowadays, <laughs> like Jesus. nothing's a conspiracy anymore. Nowadays, like everything, everybody just knows everything is fucked. Uh. Yeah. Like all the Holly weird shit. Well, I mean, but I think we should acknowledge some of the conspiracy theories have come true in the last yeah that's what i'm saying like they're yeah. not theories they're yeah. they're fucking facts it, <laughs> it is crazy i mean it's a crazy world the news cycle is just so bonkers i can't even look at it i don't watch the news yeah it's uh it, but then yeah in the back of your head you have all this shit swirling around about you know like you you know 9-11 and jfk <laughs> but you know it's some of it's not that far-fetched honestly literally you know? like you start to think of this in a not like <laughs> brainwashed way like we're so fucking brainwashed and indoctrinated straight out of the womb to yeah. believe like anything that our parents say or like anything that a person of power says well you and guys... just don't question anything but like, no, millennials and Gen Z are like, we're going to question everything and we're not going to stop until you tell us the truth. Okay. See, I agree because I think, you know, even though there is so much more crazy disinformation, misinformation, malinformation, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Fake there. news. Fake news. Oh, there you go. God, I if Donald Trump would have patented that fucking phrase. You're fired. No, no. Fake news. I know. It would be just like you're fired. Dude, he'd be so fucking rich. He already is. He doesn't need any. Well, maybe he doesn't need more money. He may be broke now. Yeah. I'm just saying that the term when he first came out with it, like everyone was like, what the fuck? Now everybody uses it all the time. There's like so much merchandise with it and (laughs) shit. Yeah. But uh, no. um, So, yeah, there's all that stuff out there. But I think that the current gen, like you said, the current generation is better off than like my parents were because back back in the day. Yeah. All you had was like six o'clock newspaper and the newspaper. So they had total control over it. So uh, and even then, like back then, they didn't even use it the way they do now. They actually gave the news. They weren't like I'm sure it was to a degree still like filtered, but like. The media is a fucking joke nowadays. Like, if you watch any fucking media 
streaming channel on TV, like Fox or CNN or USA Today or whatever the fuck. Like, it's all a sham. Here we go into conspiracy theories again. But Mm -hmm. it's all just a distraction. And that's why, like, (laughs) that's why fucking reality TV (laughs) is national television now. Like, they talk about the fucking housewives and the Kardashians on national news. And it's stupid. Yeah. Well, you either got to do all of it or none of it. Uh, yeah, I don't like, know. Do you? <laughs> well, the only, I'll say this. The only good thing about it is um, if you do happen to, you know, you're at a bar, you're at an airport, you know, you get a doctor's office, wherever the fuck you are where you get subjected to it. Um, it lets you know how to deal with idiots that you're going to run into in the next week that's coming up because, you know, this is what the news is. So if there's idiots around you, this is what they're going to be talking about. So you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, okay. Speaking (laughs) of, that's a great segue into. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say it's a great seg into our next portion. Um, Earlier when I was talking about what I wanted this podcast to be, um, I also like Bravo and I want to talk about Bravo and all of the shows that I watch on Bravo (laughs) and recently. Well, I won't be around for those ones, unfortunately. Well, we're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) Right now? (laughs) Yes, right now. Fucking tricked me. (laughs) Okay, so I watch a lot of Bravo. I watch like almost every Bravo show, all the housewives, everything. I love Vanderpump Rules. And I'm really deep into all the drama that's going on right now with this most recent season. And I have sucked Drew into it. He started this season with, oh my God, I can't believe you fucking watched this shit. And ended it with texting me yesterday to, oh my God, I think I'll be home in time for the finale or the reunion. (laughs) That's not what happened. That is what happened. I have the text to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll be home in time for the reunion, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So oh, what what is your take on Scandival? First of all, first of all, <laughs> we need to back up. Okay. No. Yes, we do. <laughs> Don't listen to the lies, people. Okay. I am not involved in this. He's obsessed. Oh, Jesus. I don't even know what to say. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> uh, here's my take. All right. You really want to know my take? Yeah. I want to know what your take is. As far as to the actual what's going on on screen, like the interactions and all that, I don't give a flying. Fuck. I know you don't give a fuck. All right. But <laughs> I'll talk. So like she said, she did say that she like, you know, introduced me to this whole thing here. So let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> right. Oh, God. So, I mean, I had heard her talk about, you know, this show, other shows on the Bravo Network for, you know, the whole time we've been dating. I usually wait to watch them while he's at work. So he has never actually, like, witnessed them before, like, this season of Vanderpump Rules. Right. I've never seen them. And more importantly, I've never watched her watch them. <laughs> so, you know, this whole, apparently, this is, like, the biggest fucking thing. It's huge. Yeah, I get it. You know, I can it's understand. It's like the biggest scandal in his in probably in history i'm not not saying i 
Agreed. Like, it registers with me, but yes, I can see how some people, you know. So, <laughs> anyway, so I came home early one night from work. Um, sometimes I have to work night, night shift, if you want to call it night classes or whatever. And uh, I got home a little early. So, I came home, I walked in, and she was balls deep in an episode of this. And... Uh, yeah, I sat down and I watched her watch it. It's, and, it's a thing. And it, it was a thing. I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So if there's anybody that watches Vanderpump rules knows what he's talking right. about. <laughs> so I don't know who's listening to this. I'm sure that like, I don't know. Maybe there's some fellas listening to this. <laughs> all right. God help you. Uh, but let me try to compare it. Okay. Or maybe, maybe some other women will get this too. All right. So it would be like, if, ladies, it'd be like you coming home. You've been dating a guy for three years, close to three years. Um, you've heard him make some comments about, you know, <laughs> WEF, like, you know. WWE. Like, yeah, like World Wrestling <laughs> Federation, like, you know, all that. Like, maybe he said it or joked about it, and you were like, all right. And then you came home early one night from work, and he was watching an episode of Monday Night Raw, and then – proceeded to sit there and tell you everybody's backstory everything that's happened in the show for the last 10 fucking years you're telling me you wouldn't be like what the What's fuck happening? Who, who am i fucking dating like that wouldn't go through your head i rest my case yeah he was needless to say he was like what is happening right now so yeah, we watched the whole season. I I mainly watched the whole season. And now I get to bask in the glory of Scandival with, with, with you. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I've accepted that you're into it. And, yeah, I think our relationship has been benefited. Yeah, it's, from it. it just goes yeah. back into, you know, like, what's it like dating a mentally unstable woman? <laughs> <Got it. laughs> no, everybody's got their thing. Like, she tried. So this is what's funny about it. She tried to kind of equate it to sports yeah and no it's it's because it's not sports it is it is wwf like it's version of sports no don't say that (laughs) i just say it like that's what a lot of people will argue about it but it it's it's more than that okay because it's just total it's just it's chaos it's total mindless mindlessness like it's just like but i can it's a release so i get it i guess that's why guys watch WWF or whatever it's See, called. See, yes, it's a release. Like I was yeah. saying earlier, sometimes you need a good cry. Well, sometimes you need to watch a bunch of rich bitches scream at each other for 45 minutes. Yeah, or, you know, six foot two, <laughs> you know, 400 pound white men <laughs> beat the shit out of each other in a cage. Yeah, I don't, that's, there you go. Yeah, I get that's, it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so... I think that's everything that we have time for for this episode. The first episode, the premiere of Taylor Talking. The Taylor Talking Podcast. Class, 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 class. <laughs> Bye. All right. I guess I will let you guys know later when the next episode will be out. So be sure to follow me on TikTok. Remember, it's uh, at Taylor Talking. And my Instagram is at Taylor's Talking. So Taylor with an S on the end, talking. Follow me and then listen to more of my podcast. Okay, thanks. Bye.